The Self Love Podcast, hosted by Relentia, is a self love focused podcast. Self love will heal you, empower you, and restore you. You start to glow more when you're happy mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. If you're looking to start your self love journey, you've come to the right place. Follow me on Instagram at Relentia and at Self Glow Bliss. Hope you enjoy. Today's episode, I wanted to open up more about my depression and anxiety. And it's somewhat of a long story, so I don't want to make it too long, so I'm just going to get right into it. So it, it all started, like, in sixth grade, like, in middle school. And, you know, in sixth grade, in middle school, that's when we're going through puberty, and that's when our hormones are all over the place. You know, they're really developing. So at the time, I thought it was normal for me to, to be going through that, so I was experiencing a lot of insecurities, and I was comparing myself to other people a lot. So that's when that started and I kind of just I kind of just ignored it. And then my anxiety started like way back in 3rd grade and um I would always get these obsessive thoughts and I always think about what would happen if things didn't happen in time and I was like so worried about it happening again. So that's when everything kind of started. So but the doctors also said that one of the reasons why it got so bad was because she was under a lot of stress and the doctor basically said that stress was like the cause was one of the main causes of that so my mom she she always did work hard she was always under a lot of stress especially her being a single parent I want to put any unnecessary stress on her that she didn't need even though I know for a fact that if I told her that I was going through what I was going through, that she would have helped me, that she wouldn't have judged me, that I would have got the help I needed. But I was just, like, so afraid, so I didn't say anything for so long. So as, like, time went by, the worse it got, and the more I hid my emotions and the more I pretended that everything was okay. And me pretending that everything was okay really hurted me in the long run because I didn't I kept everything to myself and that's basically mental imprisonment so the more I kept stuff to myself the more like it was eating me up on in the inside my thoughts was just taking over me and I was always in my head 24 7 and it was so bad because I felt like I couldn't I really couldn't function because it was just me and my thoughts and that that is a scary feeling to be just along with your thoughts. I said before, it got it got really bad to the point where I I I needed I needed to tell somebody because it was becoming too much for me to handle and me not saying anything, me keeping it to myself, me pretending that everything was okay, it made it worse. It made it real bad. So, um I would try to find ways to cope with it. And it just got to the point where I was just fed up with my own self. I was just so fed up with my thoughts that I just completely neglected myself and my emotions. And yeah, I basically abandoned myself. But I also wanted to talk about self-abandonment because it can look like a lot of things. I know for me, one of the ways I abandoned myself was pushing myself to a side, like just forgetting about my own problems and what I was going through. And I would just focus on other people. I would um, put other people first before myself. 
And I did that a lot with the friends I had at the time. Like, the friends I had at the time, I always put them first before me. I always saw the the worthiness. I saw the value. I saw the beauty in my friends, and I didn't even see it in myself. I was helping people. Like, I've always helped people. I've always helped my friends and people around me. I always help. I always help them because that's just... I feel like regardless of what I went through, that's just something helping people reach their full potential is something that I've always wanted to do. And it's something that I've always done, to be honest. But at the time, I allowed people to tell me their problems or I let people tell me my problems. And they basically placed their burdens on me. And that was my way of not dealing with my own emotions. So that was like me coping with not with not even being okay myself. So I was helping other people, but I couldn't help myself. And that is like, to me, that was self-abandonment because I just completely just disregarded how I was feeling to help other people. And on top of that, I didn't even have respect for myself. I let other people disrespect me. I let people talk to me any kind of way. I was a people pleaser. I didn't know how to say no to people. I didn't even, I didn't see the worth in me. I didn't think I was deserving of better things I didn't like my self-esteem was really low and all that was going on but on the outside that all that was going on on the inside but on the outside I put on this mask every day and from since the beginning since I first started feeling the way I was I always forced myself to not give people a reason to think that something was wrong and that's where I messed up because that feels like it feels like mental prison because it's like it's just you and your thoughts and every day when I woke up I was battling me and my thoughts it was like me battling myself back and forth it was just so overwhelming for me and I don't wish that on my worst enemy it affected all aspects of my life especially sometimes when I'll be in public or I would be talking to people not even talking to people like say like for example when I was at school and I'll be in class, everybody around me is talking, they laughing, they like having a whole discussion or conversation. And I'm like, I'm just so far gone. Like I'm not even like, I'm not even paying attention to what's going on. It's like, I'm paying attention to those thoughts that's in my head. And on the outside, it just looks like I'm just like unbothered, like not caring about nobody in the room. But really, it was just me me being in my thoughts and when somebody would come up to me out of nowhere when a teacher would call on me unexpectedly I would have to almost like that's why I would get so jumpy and so jittery because I had to I had to like mentally be in the present I had to take my mind off of those thoughts and I had to like be fully in the present and begin to describe the pain and like just the daily emotions I would have and how I would feel every single day it was like from the time I woke up from the time I went to bed it's like a constant battle and it felt like it was never going to end and I was just I just felt so lost I just felt like I was never gonna I felt like those thoughts was gonna be with me for like the rest of my life like I'm not even joking like I felt like there was no way out so um yeah, it got to the point where I just didn't want to feel like anything anymore. I want to make sure I don't leave anything out because like I said, 
it's really a long story and I don't want to drag it out because um, there's a lot of details in between but um, it just got to the point where um, I, I would get suicidal thoughts a lot so if that triggers you like that's just before you listen further like that's where it's going I would get suicidal it got to the point where I would start to get suicidal thoughts and those thoughts didn't that's when that's when the depression and everything that's when it got worse like the worst it's ever gotten and that was around like 11th grade so like this was like 2018 as time went on I got better at hiding my emotions and I was and I was so good at convincing myself that I was okay when I wasn't so yeah that's that's what I was kind of going through so um it just got to the point where I was like I was done it's it hurts so much to wake up every day and battle yourself obsessively 24 7 24 hours a day that's all I was doing and like it took so much for me to be going through so much internally but on the outside pretended to be fine and actually convinced myself that I was fine so it was like a constant battle so one day, like like I said, something happened and I was triggered. And I, throughout that whole day, I was heavily contemplating whether or not that I was going to do it. And at one point, I had made up my mind and I was going to do it. And <clears throat> that day is still very, that day was scary for me. It's like one of the worst days of my life. We... I was going to take pills like I was going to take a lot of pills and um I just went in my bathroom and I I had the pills in my hand and like I was just crying like whatever the situation that happened like it really just it I just I just completely just lost all control like I wasn't even myself anymore like I really it was just 100% my thoughts and that's I can't even explain like I'm trying so hard to explain how I was feeling but it's almost like I can't because like throughout throughout that whole period of my life it felt like I was buried six feet under and I wanted to cry I wanted to scream I wanted help but I just I felt like I couldn't so yeah as I was like about like I had made up my mind like in my like my thoughts was like completely like I'm just sick I'm done I'm over it I'm just I can't do this no more like it's just too much I can't as I was about to like actually swallow the pills like something inside of me I can't even to this day I can't even explain it it's like a light a little a light switched in my head and like something inside of me was just like no calm down and just breathe like that's all I kept thinking was like calm down and breathe and it's so weird because like I was like I was really about to I was really about to make like a big mistake I was really about to um I really just didn't want I just didn't really want to do it anymore and all of a sudden I just get this feeling inside of me that's like stop calm down put it down and just breathe and that's what I did like I stood there for 15 minutes 
Like, and I was looking at the pills in my hand, and I'm just like, I I just froze. I was frozen for 15 minutes straight, and I was just like, I put the pills back in the bottle, and I basically just broke down and started crying because I just realized what I was doing, and I just realized how triggered I got and what it was about to cost me. So... Like, that was, like, the worst day of my life because I can't even explain how I was even feeling that day. So, ever since then, I knew for a fact that I couldn't keep doing that to myself because I was, like, on, like, a bad path mentally. And I just wanted to get out of that space. And so, um, looking back at it, looking back, that moment that moment when I said that I felt like like something was telling me no don't do it like something was telling me to just breathe because like I was like panicking I was like I was I was out of it like I wasn't even like I wasn't even in control it was completely my thoughts that took complete control over me so I realized in that moment that that was God's way of telling me that I didn't have to do that. That was God's way of stepping in and helping me. And that opened my eyes a lot. So I realized that I couldn't keep doing that to myself. So that's when I started my self-love journey. And that was like back in 2018. Yeah, my 11th grade year, like 2018. So I've been doing it for two years now. And that's like a whole nother episode within itself. So I don't want to go deep into that. That's probably what I'm going to talk about on my next episode but um yeah I had to um just learn how to love myself and I basically had to figure out who I was because it all goes back to the beginning everything that happened to that point it all goes back to when it first started when I was scared to ask for help when I always when I always hit my emotions that's what caused it to get worse and that's something that I regret to this day I wish I would have asked for help but I was so scared of I was so scared of losing my mom and I didn't want that stress to cause caused her to go through that situation again so I never oh and I forgot to mention she got sick she went in the hospital when I was in sixth grade or or in fourth grade so throughout that time she was sick but also it happened again when I was in ninth grade and like I said it got worse as time went on so when I was going into my freshman year in high school like that whole month of August she was basically in the hospital and I was still struggling but I didn't say anything again and I never did for all that time so it was just bad like that caused me to have it even worse so basically what I was going through and that's still not even enough to explain how I was feeling I feel like it's one of those it's one of those feelings where unless you've been through it unless you know what it's like to like battle yourself every day like that you don't know what you just don't know how how much it hurts to 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 even be your own worst enemy I saw the greatness in my friends. I saw the greatness in people around me. I saw the beauty in people around me, but I didn't see it in myself. So 
a big part of all of this was self-abandonment. And that's why I feel like people do that without even realizing that they're doing it. Like putting others before yourself when you know that you have own issues that you need to work out is self-abandonment. Um, letting people walk all over you is self-abandonment. You thinking highly of, highly of others but not even thinking highly of yourself is self-abandonment. Like that's all that's all that's what it is and first episode I put out was at the beginning of July and throughout the month I have been meaning to talk about this but it felt like every time I tried to talk about it I tried to come up with I tried to try my hardest to explain how I was feeling because I still don't think that I still don't even think I can describe how I was feeling it was it was intense. It was like real bad. Like the best example I could give was like being buried six feet under and like screaming and reaching out for help or or wanting to reach out for help, but you just can't and you're just there and you're just stuck and you don't know what to do. You just, you. that's just how, that's the best way I could describe it. But if you've been through, if you've been through what I've been through, or if you experience those feelings, you kind of, like, understand where I'm coming from. But it's definitely something that you have, to, you have to, like, be in that place to know what it feels like. But I don't wish that on anybody. So, um, yeah, I was just so afraid of being vulnerable. I was so afraid of, like, people knowing. I just, it was just something about people finding out what I was going through. It was just it was scary for me so that's why in a lot of situations I would never if somebody asked me how I felt or if my friends asked me about something I'm hesitant to say what I really want to say that's why I'm more soft-spoken that's why I'm more introverted and that's why I'm often perceived as shy or quiet like a little too quiet is because like at the time like I was it was just me and my thoughts and that's all that's all that was going on in my head so it's crazy because I've always been meaning to talk about this like I've always wanted to talk about it I've always wanted to use my story to help other people who could be going through the same thing or who went through the same thing and just to let people know that it gets better that you're not gonna always feel that way that's only temporary and um I really tried like I tried for weeks but I just wasn't ready to talk about it because those old feelings and me really reliving those moments was scary for me and if I'm being completely honest it's still kind of scary when I actually think about it because I remember how easily triggered I was and it's so easy for me to spiral and like one if i let one negative thought control me it's so easy for me to like slip back into that mindset and slip back into that depression and just just feel the way i felt again and i'm in a much better headspace now and like in another episode i'm going to talk about how i got in this headspace cuz that's like if i start going into detail about how i healed and how i how I'm how I got to where I am today through healing and my self-love journey that is like 
this episode gonna be like two hours long thing from this episode if you are going so if you don't take anything from this episode like just know if you're going through something similar to what i've been through just make sure you ask for help and don't don't pretend to be okay because it is going to get worse the more you put on a mask and the more you pretend that everything is fine you're by doing that you're mentally imprisoning yourself and that is like the worst thing ever so don't do that like make sure that you don't let it get to that point where it's bad and if it has gotten to that point just know that it's going to get better and yeah that's basically what it is so um this is why I'm so passionate about self-love and this is why I encourage everybody around me to love themselves and to reach their full potential because I know what it feels like to think that you're that you're nothing I thought I was like worth nothing even though I had people around me, like my mom always did remind me of my worth. People, my family members, people around me who loved me and cared about me always did remind me. But it's like, if you don't see it in yourself, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter who around you is telling you your worth and telling you how beautiful you are and telling you how deserving you are of good things in life. If you don't believe that within your, if you don't believe that yourself, then it's like it doesn't even it doesn't even matter that's why that's why you have to love yourself before you love anybody else that's why self-love is so important because think about it like this at the time you always want to have your cup full like your cup supposed to be full at all times at the time my cup was empty so whenever especially in relationships and in certain friendships and just with people in general whenever people would start pouring into my cup showing me love and attention and just like saying all these things about me making me feel good about myself whenever they would start pouring my cup would start filling but whenever they stop showing me attention whenever they stop saying good things about me whenever they just like completely left me and ghosted me I still felt empty I felt incomplete and I didn't feel good again until somebody else came and poured more into my cup so with that being said you're supposed to always have your cup filled because whether people come in and out your life or not you still love yourself and you're still like you still have this inner sense of knowing your worth so that's why I always preach about self-love that's why I do what I do. That's why I made this podcast and that's why I'm working on other projects that encourages other people to love themselves. 